Did you miss your favorite WXVU show? Have no fear, because every single WXVU show is available on demand. You heard that right, every single show. Search WXVU on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and you'll find archives of all of our weekly shows. It's another reason why this truly is the greatest semester in the history of Villanova's V891, The Roar. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to 89.1 FM WXVU, The Roar, Villanova student-run radio. It's 1.06 p.m. on this sunny Wednesday morning, which means it's time for Fun in the Locker Room, your favorite sports radio show where we have some fun in the locker room, recapping everything in the world of sports, discussing hot takes, making predictions, and much, much more. We're a radio show every Wednesday at 1.30, uh, sorry, 1 o'clock, but also a podcast, so check us out on YouTube, same name, Fun the Locker Room, and check out our Twitter account, Fun the Locker Room, where we post our polls, questions, and we interact with all of our followers. As always, I'm Truett Karstetter, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-hosts, Sean Rankle and Liam Holloway. Gentlemen, how are we today? Doing amazing. Nice sunny day, a lot of sports to talk about, Super Bowl week. It's a fun time. Can't complain. Can't complain. All right, so what are we starting with today? Um, let's let's start it off with some – Let's before we get into Super Bowl picks, because I know we want to discuss that and our opinions on the Super Bowl. Let's talk about – should we <laughs> start with NFL offseason or anything else you want to talk about from the season, Truett? Any other big highlight things that end of the season? I know the, the Seahawks uh, kind of flamed out pretty early with a big loss to the 49ers. Does it give you fear going forward in the future with the, with the Seahawks, or what are you thinking? Listen, um, I just want to you know start it by saying – I think a complete success of a season, regardless of the outcome. Um, you know, you go in there, everyone's expecting you to get four to five wins. You know, I don't even think Gino was supposed to start. It was supposed to be Drew Locke, a uh, little QB competition. Gino got the starting job to go out, you know, from the gates and uh, at a hot, you know, hot start. Like, granted, Gino deserved his Pro Bowl nod, but, you know, great two wide receivers, great, you know, very surprised running back. Great O-line, which is very un- unlike us. A defense that, you know, has a lot of uh, young stars. I think Tariq Woolen's going to piece be going to be a piece, excuse me, for uh, years to come. That being said, uh, I'm not exactly sure what happens with Geno Smith. You know, from an emotional, empathetic perspective, I think you got to keep him. Um, he di- he played his his uh, his butt off and absolutely overperformed. Um, the only question is, is that sustainable? And I think not only is it sustainable, slash is it a fluke, but I think Pete Carroll and John Schneider are probably also convinced that um, they've built a system that can allow any QB to thrive. Hence why, you know, I, I think they believe part of the reason why Russell Wilson did not do well in Denver is because their system was a component of his, of his success. And a reason as to why Geno Smith has never had this success in his life is because of the system. So... Do they believe that Drew Locke can come in and have granted similar success? I'm not going to say the exact same or more, but similar success. I don't know, but maybe. Do they take a QB with their you know newly granted Broncos pick? Fifth overall. Fifth overall. Maybe C.J. Stroud's there. I don't know. Um, 
that's all my perspective on the Seahawks as far as the NFL season. I think it was a great season when it comes to parity. It started off, I think, a lot of the teams, you know, it was a lot of bad football being played, in my opinion, at the beginning of the season. But I think it's a product of them getting rid of preseason games and nobody really practicing beforehand. I feel like it takes a little mm-hmm. bit every year for them to, like, get into rhythm these days. It also seems like more guys opt out of going to training camp. More oh, yeah, every guys, year. Which is yeah. crazy. But. And I, I can see the incentives for that as far as, like, your body. You know, football's a very tough sport. It's very... You know, rough, and especially if you're a position like a running back where your longevity is already pretty minimal. Um, you don't want to take off any years of your career with training camp and whatever and just the risk of injury. But I agree with you guys. It's going to definitely take the warm-up aspect of the season. It's going to extend into the season. But I think we saw a lot of great parity. Um, you know, the NFC, <laughs> NFC East, I, I would not, a year ago, I would have been laughing if you had told me it was going to have three playoff teams in it, almost four. Um, yeah, and I'll, you know, finish it off, and I'm sure we're going to get into this when we get into the offseason, but I think the 49ers, I got to give Sean props, um, although I think, I think you were a little misguided because I think a lot of it had to do with Jimmy G. But that 49ers team is really legit, I think, getting C-Mac, um, you know, halfway through the season. Um, Brock Purdy, props to him for really stepping up. And, um, you know, Mr. Relevant came in there and didn't didn't let that affect him whatsoever, came in there, played his game. Now, granted, he had probably the best team you could have for a rookie QB. Um, but shout out to them. They're going to have a lot of success in the future, regardless if they go Jimmy G, Trey Lance, Brock Purdy. It's going to be – it's a great problem to have if you're the Niners. But, um, yeah, it should be – in NFC West and a Super Bowl favorite for years to come. Yeah, I guess let's start with that while we're here. The 49ers quarterback situation. I think they have three quarterbacks in their roster, all who were hyped or played well this season with Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy. Do you think one of those guys is a starting quarterback week one, or do they try to get somebody else in there? I think you have to go with Purdy. Really? You've I think seen, you've you have seen to. enough in these eight weeks? Yeah. And they, they have the weapons around him. It's It's been proven now. It doesn't really matter who's a quarterback for the Niners. They're going to be a good team. Why not just run with one with your guy? who He he only lost one game. He took over the starting role. Yeah. And that He's game injured. he got hurt after throwing, what, four passes. So I don't think Jimmy G has done enough to, you know. No, they, they said Jimmy G's not coming back. Yeah. They, okay. Yeah. Shannon said and, there's no ways on this roster. You know, I think you got to go with your guy. The whole locker room loves him. Um, you know, they fight for him, and Trey Lance hasn't proven anything. Brock Purdy has. So, I am going to agree with you, but I want to play devil's advocate. I agree that, you know, Jimmy G, they said, is out the door. I think we can all agree with that. So, we're down to two choices here. And <sighs> Brock Purdy, I, I think he's he is helped and hurt by the fact that you said that the system really allows any QB. He's helped because... He's not, like, any type of liability to the team in that starting role. But I think if you're the Niners, you have a lot of interesting decisions to make because you have to look and be like, we did invest a third overall pick, and I believe... A lot of trade. They, they might have they, traded, they up traded up to up get that. One. So you have to look at how much draft capital they put into that. They clearly saw something in Trey Lance, enough to give up all that draft capital. And when you see something in Trey Lance at that point, you're not gonna you're not looking at... The first two years, like that's what we're gonna get. They clearly saw that by year X, Y, whatever, whatever, if it's five, six, or seven, you know, whatever it might be, 
that's the product they you know are investing in so you're kind of like from an investment perspective you're kind of just throwing away a huge asset you have if you you know take Brock Purdy but at the end of the day who really gives a a poop like it, it's really just about winning you know what I mean like if 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 who cares if you invest all that if Brock Purdy is going to be your winning QB then at the end of the day go go with Brock Purdy okay so my question to that is if Jimmy G never got hurt um you think he'd be coming back this offseason if he had played every game played every game what happens like how does the team do same oh yeah, same no, yeah he's coming so back, he's coming back. I, I, yeah. I don't so, think so. so Trey Lance doesn't play next season anyway Trey Lance has Trey Lance's ceiling with his ability to run the ball and if we're saying anybody could play this offense is just so much higher than Brock Purdy's is. His ability to do stuff that Brock Purdy just can't do on a football field. And I feel like Tr- Kyle Shannon likes that ability that Trey Lance offered as he saw in those first two games before he got hurt of him running the football and things like that. I still think he's Kyle Shannon's guy. But do you, I agree, I think Trey Lance being a multi-dimensional QB is is a is a huge plus, but do you even need that now when you have C Mac, Elijah Mitchell, Debo? Like, do you even like? Yes, a running threat is great for any QB, but it comes to the point where like it, you need that for Lamar Jackson because they don't have a running back. But do you even need that for the Niners? Like, is it just kind of redundant at that point? Tom Brady didn't need to to run. He didn't, he was but very successful. Yeah, and I, I see it all. And <laughs> true. the problem with Trey Lance is he's played one season in college and he played two games in the NFL. Yeah. There's a very small sample size. I think if you asked anybody in the Niners and gave him an honest answer, they regret trading up for him and oh. not picking Justin Fields well, or uh, Mac Jones. Well, I obviously, but you can't foresee injuries. Too, I know. Which, it, it really has hampered him because it was his job beginning of the season. Yeah. Well, yeah. I forgot which one of you guys brought it up that in I think in football more than a lot of other sports, your locker room chemistry, your cohesiveness as a team, you know what you play for is really matters in the outcome of winning games, and if they're going to play, I mean we've seen that time and time again, especially at the quarterback position, especially yeah. the QB, Zach Wilson, yeah, exactly. Mike White example. You know if you're going to play for Brock Purdy, then that speaks volumes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they play for you. I don't think Trey Lance has been labeled a bad guy. I know Jimmy Garoppolo smiling on the sideline, like oh, I hated that. Everybody knew he was gone after that. He does not seem like the locker room guy right now. I'm intrigued to see what they do. Brock Purdy's out until August. I think he's missing the whole next year or something. No, he's at six months. Oh, okay. So he's, he's, to get he's what? till August. Torn UCL? Yeah. Kind of like Tommy John, but I don't like fully. I mean, well, football. It's yeah. 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 So, I think Trey Lance probably goes into training camp as number one because Purdy's not healthy, but I'm intrigued to see if Trey Lance can separate himself in training camp enough that when Brock Purdy does come healthy, we won't see a battle there. But I think it's going to be a QB battle between the two of them. I don't think, I don't think they go out and get somebody else because there's not really – Anybody else out there to get? They don't need to either. I think regardless of who starts at their quarterback position, that division's still theirs. Are they the favorite to win the NFC no matter who their quarterback is? NFC? NFC. Wow, this is way too early. I know, way too yeah. early. No. If, As, the, if yeah, the Eagles, the Eagles win the, the same Super team, Bowl, yeah. especially if they they're, they're the top two, Eagles, yeah. Eagles, Niners. Yeah, I think I think Eagles, Niners, it's fair to say, are top Assuming two. Assuming there's yeah. no like Aaron Rodgers yeah. to the... I don't know, it's, but like Saints. I, no, well, no, I'm just trying no. to think of what team. Aaron Rodgers won't be traded to the NFC. I think the Packers have said he's going to the AFC. Going to the Raiders. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk well, about that. Let's, well, let's, yeah. let's, yeah. We want to switch over that right now. You want to talk a little Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, I. Did you hear his comments the other day? 
the the darkness retreat. Yeah. What's wrong with that man? He said he's gonna go okay. into complete darkness for four days at the darkness retreat that all his friends do. He's, he's excited about it, and he's gonna come out and give us his decision in life. I think that Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie Irving should go start a society <laughs> somewhere in the woods. Start a society and, and to see what happens. Aaron Rodgers is crazy. He's he's insane. But where do you th- where do you think he's where do you think he's going? I honestly, if I were him, I'd just retire. If if I were him, but he's he's crazy. So he's probably gonna play for the Raiders. Derek Carr's out. I love how Derek Carr is like and, so. Joking, you know, it's a very yeah. light matter. Even at the Pro Bowl, he's like, yeah. he, it's like it wasn't my performance here wasn't that good. That's why I'm not going to be playing here next year. It just, it really puts things into perspective. Aaron Rodgers is going to follow Devontae Adams <laughs> to the Raiders when he could have just taken a pay cut and had you know a playoff team mm-hmm. back home in Green Bay where he was absolutely revered. I it, I don't understand. If you're Aaron Rodgers. Why are you going to that division? Like, that division, I know it didn't perform well this year, but that division probably has the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I, I... That would be ridiculous. <laughs> that, that... Yeah. Russell Wilson, Mahomes, Herbert, and... Rodgers. Oh, and Rodgers, yeah. That's insane. I, I don't see... I don't... I don't know. I guess he just wants to play with Devonta Adams, but I, I really, really hope he ends up with the Jets. I really I, hope I he does. I think that would be perfect. The fit's there. Everything's there. He's just... I hate to say it. He doesn't come off, though, as a guy that can play in New York at all. He does not come off as a big big city, you know. He doesn't. Media's that's that's be, the problem. Media's going to be all over him. Mm-hmm. I don't think, you know, that would be best for him. I, I would love to see it, and I think that would that's the move the Jets should make, they need to make to alter their franchise. But Aaron Rodgers, I don't think he's he's capable. I really don't. I think he's very weak-minded. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued to see where he goes. I, I, kind of, I kind of agree he doesn't fit culturally in New York, but if the Jets were a team, just a football team, he oh, fits yeah. well with the football team. 100%. I think Aaron Rodgers has seen the last of his winning days. I think when they kicked that field goal in whatever round that was, NFC Championship, and when they should have just ran for it, I think that was the last we're, we, we've seen of him in the uh, making it far in the playoffs. Did you think Brady would go to the Bucks and win a championship? Wait, wait, what? I feel like we see quarterbacks change teams like this, and they just have success somewhere. Like the Brady Bucks also did just like acquired every yeah. good. I know, but you bring in a could. guy like that, and you can get around him. Like I, Peyton Manning with the Broncos went there, and he did that thing. I, I think fr- it's very different with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, because Tom Brady also like threw for five thousand yards on the Bucks his first year, and they had a top, the best defense in the league. Jets have the best defense in the yeah, league. That's though. true. That's true. The statistically. No, no, no. The top five. Oh, okay, I was going to say that's, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm not disagreeing. I'm just curious like, where this takes yeah. coming from. It's going to be very interesting. I'm intrigued. Um, other thing, true. we discussed this last week, and I can give you my thoughts, but I'm also intrigued to hear what your thoughts about Sean Payne coming to the Broncos. Yeah. Can he resurrect oh, I have Russell thoughts. Wilson? I have thoughts. I assume so. <laughs> you, you're the biggest Russell Wilson fan we have here. What's the uh, what was the trade? First, you give us a first, first and a third or something like that. 
first I think and third. first and a third, and we gave him a set. It was something like yeah, that. Basically yeah, basically a first-round pick. It's basically we what it came down to. got a first-round pick for Sean Payton. Um, okay, so the Broncos have now traded away three first-round picks. Drew Locke, Noah Fant, Shelby Harris. Um, two second-round picks, a fifth, a fourth, and then you're saying there was another third? Four first-rounders now. Four first rounds. Four first rounds. Wasn't it three for Russ? No, it was two for Russ. It was two for Russ. Um, It was last year, this year, and next year. So, (sighs) you are pretty much saying bye-bye incoming talent. We are rocking with Russell Wilson, Jerry Judy, Sean Payton, and this defense. Um, I think that's a great mindset. I think it's a great mindset. I think it's a great mindset. What? I don't know if it's going to be the right decision, but I love, you know, they put all their cards on the table. They're going for it. They put all their cards on the table and they got Russ, and you just have to double down this way. You point. have to, because you're too far. You're too far to back out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, I like the way you phrased that, because it might not be the... It might not have the best outcome of any decision you could have made, but I like the, like the philosophy, like, you know, you, you, you're already this far in. You've already given up a serious amount. You got to double down what you have, and yeah. if it goes up in flames again this season, at least you stood. You know, you stuck with your guns, and and um, to, I I think you said can can Sean Payne like resurrect Russell Wilson's career? Yeah, I think Sean Payne's a really good coach. I think those are two different questions. Like, will the Broncos be good, and will Sean Payne resurrect Russell Wilson's career? Because I think you know, I, coaching spans more than just the QB. And I'm blanking on the guy's name. Doesn't matter who who the last coach was. He's never going to get a job. Nathaniel again. Hackett. Hackett. Yeah. yeah. Jets off. Um, That's a coordinator. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He, he did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, coaching spans the entirety of the team, and Russell Wilson was a just a highlight segment because the QB is you know a high profile position on the team. I think Sean Payton will affect every aspect of that team: special teams, defense, O line, offense, um, whether. He impacts Russ Wilson enough to become Pro Bowl MVP caliber Russ Wilson again. I don't know. But I think what he does to the rest of the team in enhancing it will probably be enough to get them more wins. I know that's kind of a weird answer, but... Yeah, we talked about this last week. I don't think it's possible for Russ to have this bad of a season again. I, it just... It, it can't happen. And it doesn't make any sense. Sean Payne's already yeah. said the whole conversation about Russ having other coaches, other personnel in the building. He's like, that's over. Like, Russ is yeah. here. We're yeah. everything. And I like that a lot because I think there was a serious cultural issue. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, like, yeah. I mean, you saw the videos of his teammates visibly getting angry with Russ Wilson. And if Sean Payne comes in and establishes a brand new tone, like, this is this culture. I'm not letting, you know, you guys figure it out. And Nathaniel Hackett is a, you know... Trying to find the most PC word I can. Um, he's just not the guy to. He's a first year coach. Yeah, yeah, and he he didn't come in and and try to establish any type of culture. And so now you have guys getting mad at Russell Wilson. Like, you know, like yes, accountability is good, but you need to also, you know, respect your teammates and be cohesive. And I think Sean Payne is going to be is not, he's going to take no crap whatsoever. And I think that's going to move mountains and as far as the team's outcome. Yeah, I, I think it was a great trade. The fact that I'm sorry, nobody, nobody the Broncos are gonna, nobody the Broncos are going to draft next year in their first overall pick, which hopefully do well as later, 
is going to be worth more to their team win wise than Sean Payton went to this team. I totally agree. Totally. Do you think there's any like any coaches that they could have, like hypothetically, you could have kept that first. And what if you signed Bruce Arians, the no. f- the famous QB whisperer? I'm not sure if he wants to come out of retirement because I think he's enjoying retirement. Uh, yeah, was it Sean so. Payton or no? Was it Drew Brees who was golfing when they said come back? Was it Drew Brees? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think Bruce Arians is going there because I think realistic coaching hires who've been hired in this cycle, none of them were going to do what Sean Payton could do. You look. I agree. Like, I think he's yeah. the best option. I'm just saying, like, but nobody close gone, to it. Could you've gotten someone like marginally worse? To make the Ryan the guy in the Texans. No, Frank Reich. I don't think Frank Reich's I, doing it. And I the think Cardinals looking for the Giants' offensive coordinator to take over their coaching. The job. Broncos did a great job with this because he's just the only guy with a resume like that. Yeah, and you know he's going to change the culture. He's respected throughout the league. Every player on that team's going to respect him. And you needed a guy with experience, like you're saying that. It was, he's, he's won games, he's yeah. won Super Bowls. Him and Drew Brees, you know, what they were able to do in New Orleans with that offense, it was never really seen before, mm-hmm. you know? You have and, young coaches, and you can do that with young quarterbacks, but when you have older quarterbacks who are, like, setting their ways and think they're the best <laughs> and most amazing players of the world, you need somebody who's got experience there and has got a reputation there to, like, put them in their place. Mm-hmm. All right, I think we're ready to move on to Super Bowl preview picks. But before that, we have a quick shout-out. And this is a good shout-out. It's not really an ad. It's just saying that we are proud to announce that we, that we meaning WXVU, was nominated for five different 22-23 IBS media awards, which is International Collegiate Broadcasting System, five, which included Best Overall Station. And it's because of listeners like you that, you know, with this kind of recognition, it was possible because of listeners like you. The winner is going to be announced at the IBS conference in New York City in February. I know the three of us are going to be there front row seeing it, so we hope to see you guys there. Definitely come up to us and uh, say hello. Uh, full details at WXVU.org. Five different awards. Can we win Best Overall Station? I believe so. And, uh, I can't wait to see Sean holding the trophy. So excited. Got my speech working on it. Awesome. I can't wait to hear it. Anyways, Super Bowl preview picks. We've been talking about the offseason, but you know we've been beating around the bush a little bit. We have a Super Bowl this Sunday. And wow, you know I know Sean's not super as enthused as you know about this comment, but we are in the city where one of the teams are, so the energy is crazy. Um, Sean, I'll, you know, I'll let you set the stage. Yeah, um, two great teams. I think there was a little stats where I'd say they're basically identical. They have the same record, same number of pro bowlers, same number of all pros, same winning record. Like, like Same points for or something. Same points for, yeah, literally. They have exactly the same. The top two teams in both conferences. Not very often these days do I feel like we get where the two top teams in the regular season are competing against each other in the Super Bowl. So that's fun, exciting to see. Um, it's going to be a great game. It's going to be an absolute great game against absolutely two great teams. Um, I really think it's going to come down to is Patrick Mahomes healthy and can the Eagles get pressure on him? Because if the Eagles can knock him around a little bit, I'm getting concerned if I'm a Chiefs fan. So, Sean, you set the table. Yeah, what, do crap, got, yeah, what do you got Who's for us? Don't tease right, us. Don't right, tease us. Right. Um, I think it's going to come down to that. I think I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be healthy enough. I think Andy Reid <laughs> is going to develop enough of the scheme I think the Eagles quarterbacks are wait, Eagles cornerbacks are waiting to be exposed by Patrick Holmes in this passing offense, which is fully healthy now. Um, I think I don't. I think Chandler Jones get a lot of pressure on Jalen Hurts and the uh, Chiefs are winning this game. Bye. 
four. Wow. Chiefs by four. <laughs> so did you guys see the leaked script? Or like obviously it was a joke, but I did not. You didn't see that? I kinda of started I didn't read it. They they're saying like there's some sort of leaked script. It looked like a football reference like web page. Mm-hmm. And it everything like the date the score, like the players, the cue, like everything matched up. Like it was basically like some someone simulated it and mm-hmm. you know pasted it on the Football Reference. <laughs> it had the Eagles winning by three. It was like thirty-seven, thirty-four, which would be a great game. But uh, Liam, so we go. The Eagles are favored by one and a half points. Over under is fifty-one. We don't endorse betting. No, unless you're over twenty-one, except for prop bets later. Yeah. Well, <laughs> wait. Uh, wow. So. I'm I'm reading this ESPN article. They had 71 experts pick, just straight up pick who would win the game. It's a lot of experts. 45 of them picked the Eagles. 26 picked the Chiefs. Define expert. It says expert. <laughs> How do you get the label of expert? You work they, at ESPN. They obviously didn't consult us, so I don't yeah. know what they were doing. I don't doing. know where my pick is. Yeah. Um, see, this is this is tough. Jalen Hurts. And that team, Super Bowl aspirations, they've been blowing teams out in the playoffs, but the Super Bowl is just a different monster and anything can happen. Patrick Mahomes has shown and, and proven that he can show up, and he's shown up in big games week after week. I know we're in Philly, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Chiefs. I'm going to take the Chiefs. By how many? Harrison Butker... Field goal to win. Oh my god! Just by three, it'll be tie game. Is it thirty-seven, thirty-four? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but the other way around. No, it's gonna be it's gonna be <laughs> lower than that, lower okay. scoring. Yeah. Um, just for the fun of it, because I know this doesn't this isn't you know this doesn't translate to success. I'm just curious how many position groups each team dominates of the other. QB, <laughs> I think we'd go Chiefs. Yep. Running back. Um, probably Miles Sanders. Yeah, and I, I like Pacheco. Well, the Pacheco's been playing. Like Pacheco's been playing well, but I think the Eagles like got three dog. guys there. Yeah, that's true. Wide receiver well corps well. core. I'm gonna go Eagles. Eagles. Tight end. Oh, Chiefs. Yeah. Chiefs. O line is Eagles. Eagles. Eagles has been really good. Um, D line probably Eagles. 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 Secondary. Um, the Chiefs' defense has been like this. Might be like one of the better defenses Mahomes has ever had. What quiet, I what I was quiet, hearing quiet. about their defense but, though is that they run a lot of zone, mm-hmm. and it's very hard to play zone against a mobile quarterback because he's just going to expose the read options. And AJ Brown, yeah, Devontae Smith. I'm really intrigued Watkins. to see what their what their uh, pass defense. But th- then again, the 49ers, I don't think they have the best pass defense in the world. I would not say that. And they held Jalen Hurts like 174 yards passing. Yeah, and I mean, they were the number one defense, and they got absolutely rocked. Yeah, they but made the them passing look silly yards wasn't. The they, they just got a lot of short fields. If I, that's true. That is true. Bold take right here. <coughs> the matchup, like you know, what the X factor that's going to determine this game? It's going to be Mahomes versus Eagles cornerbacks. Can he? You know, obviously a lot of it's on the receivers, but. You can only rely so much on McCole Hardman and Juju Smith-Schuster to, like, use their talent to get open. Like, it's got to be – Mahomes has to be identifying everything. He can't, like, miss wide-open reads. He's got to pinpoint pass. If he can expose these cornerbacks, I think they win the game. If he can't do that, I I mean, 
Like, yes, the Chiefs defense is really good, but so is the Eagles offense. I think Kadarius Tony might be an X factor. Okay. He could. It's, it's yeah, going to be good. some, some no-name yeah. wide receiver for the Chiefs. Yeah. Because and Travis, Kelsey has to have like Kelsey's 100. Well, great game. Kelsey's going to have three guys on him every every yeah. time. Like, then you got man coverage on the outside. Yeah. you got to take advantage of it. Yeah. yeah. I think, you, true what you hit on this earlier, it comes out of pressure on Mahomes. Yep. If they start nailing Pat Mahomes and putting him on the ground with that bum ankle, yeah. it's not going to be pretty. This Chiefs... Yeah, so maybe it's Chiefs O line versus I think it's where I, it comes I think down. versus Eagles D line. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I like yeah. that a lot. Um, that's why the Bengals lost. Is and the last and the problem is if it comes down to that, I think the Eagles defensive line is better than the Chiefs O line. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. And the last thing I guess I'll say is I just trust Mahomes' experience. He, I think, at the end of the day, although you know what. I say that, and it was it was it, experience doesn't matter when when Mahomes like when they were playing the Bucks and he was running for his life every single play, which it was so hard to watch. I'm fearful that that would happen again. I don't think it will because I don't think he can. I think they're gonna yeah. they're gonna develop a plan where he's getting the ball out yeah. of his hands fast. They're running the ball. They're running jet sweeps. They're running. You I also plans. trust Andy Reid a lot. That's another thing. Yeah. Andy Reid's been in coaching Super Bowls. is huge. A lot. He's won Super Bowls. He's lost Super Bowls. He knows. He knows what he can't do. So I'm gonna go Chiefs. We all we all Chiefs. What are you going Chiefs by? Chiefs by what? Five. So we at five, four, three. <laughs> okay. Very, <laughs> I was gonna go nice. four, but yeah. very nice. So we're in for a rough next Wednesday if uh, if we're all wrong here. I mean, yeah. hey, if we're wrong, like ranks. You're going to be the only one that's like really, really upset. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, we'll get school off at a parade, so yeah, I can't can't really complain about. Yeah, that. but I, it should be a great game. You know, these are two it's really gonna, good teams. It's going to be great. These game. are the best teams out of each division. I mean, out of each conference. Um, should be exciting. We're going to move on to NBA, but first we have to do some weather, some ads. But stick with us. Eighty-nine point one FM WXVU, The Roar. You're listening to Find the Locker Room. I'm H. Mace, the host of Fragrant Summer, WXVU's home to funk, jazz, soul, and all the above, and you're listening to 89.1 The Roar. WXVU is celebrating Black History Month. We're proud to promote events happening to honor Black history throughout the month of February at Villanova. The Office of Intercultural Affairs and the Association for Change and Transformation present What Does It Mean to Be Black at Villanova? Wednesday, February 8th, from 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. in the East Lounge inside Doherty Hall. For more information on Villanova Black History Month events, the Villanova Office of Intercultural Affairs can be reached via email at intercultural-affairs-at-villanova.edu. Villanova University's WXVU Villanova. Visit our all-new website at wxvu.org. We're on air serving the main line at 89.1 on your FM dial or stream us anytime, anywhere on the Radio FX app. Have a voice for radio? Need to get your hands on audio video gear? Does journalism or writing interest you? How about photography and capturing memories? Villanova's media organizations are open to all majors and include WXVU 89.1, VTV, Tech Crew, The Villanovan, and The Bel Air Yearbook. 
Come hang out with an awesome group of creative students and find your home in Villanova's media programs. Stop by Doherty 102 to learn more. Brought to you by the Office of Student Involvement, Student Media Programs. Alrighty, everybody, we are back. 89.1 FM, WXVU, Villanova Student Run Radio, The Roar. Uh, I jumped the gun. We have a great segment that Rank proposed, and I have a feeling I'm really not going to like it. Uh, we're doing our hot takes and our biggest takes and our worst takes and our best takes because w- here's what we do on Fun the Locker Room. We make a lot of takes throughout the entirety of the NFL season, and Sean has a list, and he is going to go through all three of us, point the finger, and be like, you were wrong, and we're going to have to sit here and take it. So, Do I want to go person by person, just list your takes? I feel like I'll no, no, let's go, yeah, let's go what, we, what we got. We MVP, Super Bowl, week one, week two. Let, let's all right, just go. go week by week? Yeah, yeah. All right. I'm not going through all our takes. Only the good ones and the bad ones. Um, MVP candidates. I had Patrick Mahomes for uh, MVP, and I think he's going to win that. That was a good take, but very safe. Very safe, yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Liam had uh, Lamar Jackson, which obviously didn't work out, but I'm not going to call it a bad take. Not a bad take. He got hurt. Um, Super Bowl predictions. This is true. You can start right now. It's a bad take from you. (laughs) Bills over the Rams. Oh, the Rams. The Rams. They're a dumpster fire. They're a dumpster fire. Not a great take by you. Was not expecting this Super Bowl hangover. Um, Me and Truett had both good takes first week one. Um, I had Jimmy Garoppolo replace Trey Lance to start this year. Happened literally the week after. Yeah. It's a great take. Liam, Mahomes is still goaded without Tyreek. Oh, that was that was true. That was great. Sorry, true. That was true. That was a great Good. one by true. Liam, though, pretty bad one. <laughs> oh no, Super Bowl hangovers. Bengals are going to have some issues. Nope. Nope. Had no issues. They didn't have issues. I will say though, week two, I made the same exact prediction that the Bengals <laughs> not make the playoffs. So I was also wrong in the Bengals. We were both wrong in the Bengals that one. Um, Liam Week 2 had uh, Pats finishing last in the AFC. I think that great was take. a division. That was a great take. In the AFC East. Yeah. 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 That was a great take by him. Truett's great take <laughs> is uh, Russell Wilson is not elite. You, ham- you nailed you hammered that one. for a while. Yeah, that really one. early on that one. Thank nailed you. that one. That was great. Um, we had some iffy takes. They, they were pretty good takes. Just nothing crazy. I had Lions make the playoffs Week 3. <laughs> I think that's, barely that's missed a it. great, that's pretty a good, good one. take. Yeah. Truett said Bray's in trouble. Good take. He was in trouble. That's a good one. Week four, I had the Giants finishing over 500 this year. Nailed it. Nailed that one. Very nice, Frank. True it, though. <laughs> I got to say, out of all the takes that were said this year, this might be the worst one. Oh, no. I want an I apology no, for this I one. No and Liam is quite mad about this one. I don't even know what you're saying. What you're about to say. The Ravens will not make the playoffs this year. Wow. I said that? You did yeah. say that. Week four. So you guys always, you know, you gave me a little crap for, you know, defending the Ravens a whole lot, but... Had to defend them, you know, after after hearing these egregious remarks. <laughs> yeah. You got anything to say? I'm trying to think of why I said that. Um, I think they blew it at a lead. They were like, yeah. were multiple blown leads early in the season. Yeah. Yeah, and I I mean, I, Bengals, I think I saw them winning the division, so there's that. And then you got three spots left. I just think maybe I didn't think they were going to have one of those three spots. I, yep. I thought the Jets were going to make it. They started strong. Mm-hmm. Dolphins thought they were going to make it. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I apologize. That's on me. Um, another another repeating take, but this one's by Lee in this time. Uh, Brady is done. Should have retired. <laughs> Once again, we've all agreed this. He's now retired. So you call that even that. That was a good one, Liam. Truett, another bad one for you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we this go. This is my favorite one. <laughs> oh, no. 
pump the brakes in the Niners rank. <laughs> Niners are really good. Yep. Yep. I'm not going to not ask your apologies. All good. Um, <laughs> Thank you. That would have been really hard for me to do. <laughs> week seven, week six, I said uh, one of Rodgers or Brady will make the playoffs. Yep. I was right on that one. That was a good one. True this week. Oh, no. One of your best pick. One of your best takes of the year. Really? Yeah. Geno Smith will make the Pro Bowl. Nailed it. Week six, you nailed it. Thank you, Congratulations. guys. Thank you. Thank you. All good. Um, week seven, I had the Rams missing the playoffs. I was correct. Liam, this was a bad take, but it wasn't terrible, so I'm not. it is bad, but not terrible. The Bucks will finish last in the NFC South. They didn't finish last, but I think they were like one game out of last. Yeah. Two games out of last. They were pretty close. Yeah. Um, week eight, Truett. Another good one for you. Seahawks, rookie class ridiculous. Walker, Tariq Wollin, Cross, Bryant, all great guys. Thank you. All great picks. Um, week 10, I said Chiefs and the new Pats. I think we'd all, all agree that yeah. they've done that. Liam, I think mm-hmm. this is Liam's favorite take of the year. I was right. The Vikings are frauds. Week 10. Week 10, I week said 10. that. Week 10. And what were they? Frauds. Major frauds. After that, they went on a bunch yeah. of losses and... Yeah. Got destroyed by the Giants in the playoffs. Week 11, I said the Chargers making the playoffs. That was right. That's a good one. Liam, this is the one I got to call you out for. I owe you an apology for this. You should. Giants finished last in the NFC East. Oh, when would you say that? Week 11. I'm sorry, Rank. In my defense, they only finished third by one game. So, you know, it's close. They won a playoff game. They did win a playoff game. I apologize. And week 13, Liam's great take. <laughs> Four of the best teams in football. Bills, Chiefs, Bengals, Eagles. Those were the teams he thought would make the Super Bowl, and two of those four are in it. Yeah. So those are our, our terrible takes. Sure, for some reason, you can give takes towards the end of the season or write them down. So Sorry. <laughs> Can't roast you or not roast you for those. That's good. <laughs> That's really good for me, actually. Actually, sorry, you have another good one. Oh, no. oh okay, good. Good one. Mahomes Burrow is next Brady Manning. Yeah. That was the bunch of the S Championship like game. That. I like that. Repetitive. Yeah. All right. Those were our uh, good and bad takes for the season. What Maybe a great season. Great good or season, bad yeah. NBA takes going forward. Prop bets. Prop bets, yes. All right. Some fun prop bets as, you know, I love these NFL prop bets for the Super Bowl. Gatorade color. What are you guys thinking? Red. What's what's your color choice? I'm going red as well. I'm feeling orange. What are the odds? Isn't red like always favored? I feel like red's always favored. Red and yellow, maybe. Gatorade color odds currently. Let's see. Over the last 22 Super Bowls, orange was the top color 23% wow. of the time. Orange is the favorite. Yellow green is second. Clear slash water is third. Blue is fourth. Red and pink are fifth. Wow. At plus 650. If you want to guess no Gatorade bath, you'd win 1700, plus 1,700. Wow. No, there's going to be one. Yeah. Um, other fun ones I like. Coin toss. What's your coin toss go-to? Heads. Tails. I'm a heads guy. Nice. What? Yep. Um, <laughs> national anthem length. Over. Two minutes, Who's doing five it? seconds. Over. Chris Stapleton. Over. Always over. Um, it's over. I'm going over, over this one. We're all over. All right. Any other fun ones? Any, any guesses on what Rihanna's first song is going to be? Um, Sturby, yeah. I don't know. Umbrella. 
Is that her? Yeah. Ella. Yeah. Ella. A- you start with the Jay Z. A- like they'll play the Jay Z part at the beginning, and then she'll. Yeah, I can see that. And then ASAP Rocky will announce that she's pregnant. Isn't that another? Yeah, there's a prop out on that one. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of random. Who's the father? ASAP Rocky. Him. Oh, okay. Just making sure. We don't know. I think it'd be weird if he announced a uh, <laughs> some other some other dude's baby. Yeah, it's, it's the music industry. I think that's that very true. It all's all weird. All right. Um, let's go NBA. Yeah. We, have a lot of, we have a lot of NBA talk about a lot of exciting things happening in the world of basketball. I, I kind of want to start with Kyrie. I don't know. That's just me. Really? We're not going to start with the biggest news today? Okay, we can start with LeBron. I, think I know, I know LeBron. you want you want to talk about LeBron so bad right we now. Have we'll, to, let, we, we'll let you go for it. We yeah. just got to let it go for it. Big, we have to do it. LeBron fan over here. Yeah. So let's, let's hear it. LeBron set the record last night for most points in an NBA career. Congratulations to him. It was a little weird, a little awkward at times. Kareem was a big joke on stage. He looked like he wanted to die. (laughs) Well, he was one of the biggest. He's one of the biggest LeBron critics, like yeah, of former players. So I love that about him. Love Kareem. He looked. It would have been such a bad look if he didn't come. Exactly. He he had to come. But congrats to LeBron. Longevity, his ability to score at these levels year after year is incredible. He is top two NBA player of all time. He's got to be, at least in my mind, out of every single player who has come out of college and high school or young and been so hyped, he has lived up and exceeded the hype that I don't think anybody thought he could coming out of high school. Nobody has done it like him. Nope. To be told that you, to be told at the age of 18 that if you are not a first ballot Hall of Famer when you finish your career, that you are a failure, and then to go out there. And surpass that is just ridiculous. Yeah. Never any scandals. Already the youngest player to average 30 on pace to be the oldest player to average 30. Just all around great guy. Is he at 40,000? Yeah, 100, 100%, 100%. I think so. Yeah. It's, um, can't take it for granted. Yeah. Special moment last night. Hit the fadeaway. Did you like the whole. I- it always feels weird to me when they stop the entire game to like a little yeah. award ceremony thing. I feel but, like do it after the game. I, I know it's a huge thing. I know all that stuff. I, it always feels a little weird to me. It's it's only they because a like, this isn't this isn't going to happen again. Yeah, it's not going. It's probably never like like right, same, but, same thing with Curry. Like it's yeah. not going to. No one's going to pass Curry's record. So no. they had to stop the game. Yeah, and, I think somebody will. I think maybe pass maybe in like fifty years, sometime but, in a lifetime, 10, 15, 20 years. Like I think I don't think in in the next twenty years. I just think. The way it's going now, the league and load management, all this garbage. Yeah, that's a good point. Just to, the amount he scored, he's still not done. Yep. He's got a couple seasons left. It is crazy. Congrats to LeBron. Um, I see you have something here true about Russ Westbrook and the LeBron saying the Oh, yeah, this came out today that... Um, so, <laughs> I think people forget there was still a game going on. Which the Lakers lost. Which the Lakers lost. Um, apparently, it was a Russ-Darvinham brief heated verbal exchange at halftime in the locker room. Wow. Um, Woj was reporting that. I think he said in a later tweet there was, like, you could hear from outside. There was yelling. Um, yeah, I mean, the Lakers are, you know, outside of all this LeBron chasing Kareem stuff, like, the Lakers are really not in a good place at all. Um, as much as I love LeBron, I really didn't like how he visibly expressed frustration for not trading Kyrie by, you know... Tweets. And tweets everything. You know, and, and you just, like... I think everyone knows, like, that trade would have to have Russ just for salary reasons and asset-wise. And 
Um, it's just not it's not a good look. Uh, it's not a leader. It's, no, it's not a very leader role from LeBron uh, moments right there. Very KD-esque. Very KD-esque. Um, and I think... Uh, I don't even think KD would do that. I think this team is just really... Now that this LeBron like goal that this whole season's been talking about, um, you know, now that it's over and we can like okay, now we can focus on winning games and 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 making the playoffs. Um, they're in for a rude awakening because that's not happening. Um, do you see they make any trades that they have at the deadline? They have to any major trade. They, they have. But what what can what? you do? They, you know, you got to flip something. You got to do something. Mix it up. I don't know. If you're not getting, uh, try and move Russ. Are they going like, to try and get one of the at this, point, at this point, you let Russ, his contract expires after the season. You let him walk. You just use that, I mean, whatever cap you have. I don't know. I, I just think, you know, you have LeBron, you have AD. you gotta, you got to at least try and be competitive. Sneak into a play-in spot. Like, that's what we're talking. They just need to make the play-in. they got to do something to make the play-in. You can't have LeBron and AD missing the playoffs. It's crazy. <laughs> I, I, I'm the biggest LeBron hater here, but it's absolutely insane that he, this team just can't find yeah. a way to make the playoffs. Speaking of trades, I speaking mean, of KD. It's it's really not crazy, though. The team is terrible. Yeah, team but is they have two star <laughs> players. Like I'm sorry, but if you have two star players like that, you got to find a way to do it. Yeah, one star I mean, player. They're, they're role players. Thirty-eight, and the other one can't stay healthy. Probably, probably the worst role players like surrounding yeah. supporting cast in the league. Beverly say. is and that's coming from trash. I'm I'm saying that Schroeder, <laughs> trash. Troy Brown, I like Troy Brown. Le- He's Le- garbage. Le- bro. Here's your here's your hot take. Question for the day of you: If the Lakers didn't have LeBron and AD versus the Mavericks not having Luka before this week happened. Oh. Which team got a better record? Okay, LeBron and eight. Uh, obviously, the Mavs would have a better record. Really? They're missing LeBron and AD. I don't think the Lakers could score more than 90 points in a game. <coughs> Russ. <coughs> yeah, Russ. <laughs> Russ was banging threes last However, night. However, yeah, yeah, I think the Mavs... He kind of goes off, too, when LeBron and AD don't play. Like, you know, he, he, he could, he could yeah. he get up his, his... It would be an efficient oh, 25, great. but I think he could score 25. They're going to hold nine games on the season. I think the Mavs would be the worst team in the league right now if you took away Luka. Uh, actually, All wait, right. wait, wait. I Let, took let's that talk back. the I trade. I that back. Not with Kyrie anymore. Let's talk the trade. Yeah. Um, big breaking news happened this week. Within the time that we've been last minute on the show, not only has Kyrie once again demanded a trade, but he actually got traded this time to the Mavericks. For a first rounder, um, Dorian Finney Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie, right? For Kyrie and Marquise Morris. Yeah. As we have a resident Mavs fan, Liam Holloway, I'll give you the floor. Um, first of all, I just want to um, give a shout out to one of the the guys who was dealt in that in this trade. Dorian Finney Smith went undrafted in 2016. Signed with the Dallas Mavericks, only team to offer him a contract. Played in the summer league, did very well, and um, you know he, he started getting his groove on. He came into the league just a defender, couldn't really shoot, couldn't really do much on offense. Uh, when Luca got drafted, he was like, "Man, I got to make myself valuable. This team, I'm gonna work on my shooting." 
became the best three-point shooter on the Mavericks, their best defender, got a huge contract extension this past offseason. And, you know, he his whole life was, was based around Dallas. Um, I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Doe. I appreciate everything you've done. And um, it's sad to see you go. And watching him answer questions at the, the Nets um, press conference yesterday, it was it was kind of heartbreaking. He was very sad, and you could tell. Um, Weren't him and Luca close? Y- yeah, they're very. They was one of the only teammates that Luca really really liked. Um, they just traded. That away. being that being said, if you have a chance to go out and get a superstar, especially for you know what they gave away, you gave away two role players and a first for Kyrie Irving. They got Luca help now. They have Luca has help, but it's going to be very interesting to see how this team plays defense because between Luca, Kyrie, and, and Christian Wood on the court, that's zero defenders. Yeah, that's <laughs> zip. Um, so we'll see. Obviously, this helps the team. Now, when Luca doesn't play or Luca needs a game off, Kyrie will drop his forty points. They'll lose by ten, mm-hmm. and vice versa when yep. Kyrie doesn't play. But when they're playing together, I think they're the best duo. In the West, I really do. Best, best backcourt, for sure. Best backcourt. Name a better duo. Jamal Murray, Jokic. They're they're more uh, top heavy that duo, but are they really better? I think talent. No, it's not, it's talent not a terrible wise, take. You don't have a terrible wise, take there. Talent wise, I think best duo in the West. I got you. Yeah, I I don't know how they're going to work well together. I I think it, it's going to be very interesting. I hate Kyrie. He is a big diva, and his time in the Nets just destroyed teams. And I have seen him, up close and personal, Yeah, destroy two teams. Or attempt to destroy a team, and just we just gave up on him. We just sent him away. Within the Celtics, and then the Nets. I think you're forgetting about Anthony Edwards and Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Who's stopping them? That's true. Rui Hachimura and Troy Brown. Yep. What about the best three-point, sh- big three-point shooter of all time? The big purr? Meow. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, th- I think Kyrie's. I hate Kyrie. I. I think it was a mistake. I think you're going to see that just with his off the court antics. I know on the court he's still a great talent, but off the court he's just he's got so many thoughts. I just okay. Say the Mavs don't make this trade. What do you do? Because it's just the Luca show. Yeah, I, I love this trade. Do it. I love this trade. Um, because. If you keep if you ran this roster back for the next five years, Luca is going to leave and you're gonna win nothing. I think at this point you need to realize that and I think they do and they're taking home run swings and yeah, you know, losing Dorian sucks, but you're taking a home run swing, you're getting Luca's best teammate ever. Like if Luca Luca realistically was gonna finish his career in Dallas, like in five years before going to another team, and his best teammate was either gonna be Jalen Brunson or broken Kristaps Porzingis. Yeah, ten years from now, are you gonna look back and be like, "That is the best shot we gave Kyrie to win." Now, you take a home run swing. It's either gonna be a great trade or a bad trade, but at least you're doing something, and you're like, "Hey, at least we tried. At least we got Luca alongside a almost Finals MVP, a champion, a multiple time All Star, and All NBA." A great ball handler, a guy that can get his own shot anytime he wants. 
a guy that can make threes. You know, if you somehow get both of them from time to time to play off ball, you know, you fill in the roster a little bit more. You need a backup point guard. No? Hardy. Yeah. Okay. Josh Green. You, you need a backup Hardy, point Green. guard. <laughs> Sorry. You what? Need a, you need a win. Harry just dropped like 40 points to the night. You need a win. 29. You need a win to replace Dorian. You need someone who's going to be guarding to play defense. the wings. Someone to play defense. Yeah, there's nobody playing defense. You need like a uh, – go go get – you're not going to be able to get him. Go get Isaac uh, Isaac Okoro. Um, go get a wing that can play defense, that can guard the wings of the NBA. Um, Jonathan Isaac. Oh, God, that'd be awesome. And then go get a backup five because JaVale McGee cannot be a serviceable role player in this league anymore. Because now you have Dwight Powell and Dorian starting. And so, what is this? Bert, Bertans. Bert, your bench is Bertans, JaVale, Tim Hardaway. Josh Green. Josh Green and James Hardy. Hardy. Yeah. Actually, <clears throat> Hardaway's starting at the three. So Bullock. Yeah, I guess. Bullock hasn't been playing bad these past couple weeks. I'll give him that. You know what this reminds me of? The Lakers. They have two superstars and trash role Don't, players. Okay. First of all... It might be trash role players. That's what it. That could be reminiscent. But Luke on his own, you know, he's carried this team way farther than LeBron and AD could do with the Lakers. So, uh, well, hold on. LeBron was never going to win with that, you know, core of Lonzo and and Hart and Ingram. Like they just weren't going to win. They went out and got an AD. Look what happened. They won. Yeah, they won. Elevated that team. But I mean, like role players you don't think now. They could have won with that core? No, I I think they they, could they all needed to be on their own. Yeah, too. not the way the ball plays. They had to develop. Yeah. yeah, but um, you put the ball in LeBron's hand, thirty three percent of the time, Brandon Ingram doesn't become who he is. You know. I'll, but I think it's a great trade. I'll, it's a great trade. I'll give my two cents. I agree. I think it's a great trade, and it does. I don't care what happens on the basketball court this season. Or next season, if they if they re-sign Kyrie, Luca's gonna be a Maverick, I think, for life because of this. I really do. One trade. He wants more. They've shown that they're willing to do it now. They've shown that they're willing to do it, and I think they're they're. Not, I don't think they're done at the trade deadline. Now, I don't know what assets they have, or you know, besides one first round pick left to send. Besides Josh Green. And I guess Hardy, but Hardy's a 19-year-old kid. There's really no one of value on that team. Teams aren't interested in Dwight Powell. They're not interested in Reggie Bullock or Tim Hardaway or Bertans or JaVale McGee. You couldn't get a first for Bertans? <laughs> I don't think we could give away Bertans for free. I don't think you teams would take him. throw in a second or first round. <laughs> we probably have to for yeah. cash Cash considerations. They pay us five bucks. I'll trade him for a pair of socks right now. Um, but we have McKinley Wright. Like who? Frank Nita Lakina. I love Nita Lakina. <laughs> yeah, you love him because he's not on your team. <laughs> um, he's a great defender. This this team, you know, in this, we got to look at the West too now, because the West is just mediocre. You have the Nuggets, the Grizzlies. Mediocrity. Does this get the Mavs a top three seed in the West? Top four seed in the West? I think it does. I really think it does. Um, sitting here right now, potentially, yes. 
but there's just so many other teams who make moves. The Suns could make a move for KD or something like that, and then you're just, whew. I don't know. I think other teams are going to make moves. I think the Clippers will make a move. I think the Suns will do something. I don't think the Warriors will, but the Warriors, when they're healthy, like they may not get a top three seed because they don't care enough by it, but they're dangerous come playoff time. Yeah. I, I just... They didn't have a chance. Mavs got a chance. The Mavs made the Western Conference Finals yeah. last year, and I think that exceeded expectations, especially for the roster they had. Yep, and they're better now. All right, I, I got I got a little segment for you. Buy out market candidates for the Mavericks. Tell me if you would want any of these people on your team. Will Barton. Yeah. <clears throat> Ken Birch. No. Jay Crowder. Yeah. Dwayne Dedman. No. Goran Dragic. No. Drummond. Actually, actually, Luca Luca loves him, so maybe Andre Drummond. <sighs> no. Bryn Forbes. He can shoot. Eric Gordon. Yeah, yeah. Just, Justin Gordon. Holiday. <sighs> Slim Pickens here, man. It's the pile market. No, I don't want Justin Holiday. Serge Ibaka, <laughs> thirty-four you know, years old. You know what? I would like Serge on this team. Veteran presence, and that means that Bertans never has to step on the court again. That's a win-win. Furkan Korkmaz. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind Cork Korkmaz on the. Um, I wouldn't mind him on the uh, on the Mavs. I don't think that would be bad at all. Alex Len. No. <laughs> and then finally, <laughs> actually, no, there's there's more, but I don't think you want Josh Richardson. Ooh, absolute! I do not want him back on the Mavericks. Absolutely <laughs> not. That's still that's still the biggest boneheaded trade I've ever seen in my life. I don't even want to get into it. Last one, Kevin Love. Ooh, I wouldn't mind K Love on the Mavs. I I've seen rumors too of him, you know, moseying on his, would look his way over. Little, little Dave Berton, Davis Bertans for Kevin Love trade. I <laughs> would do that in a heartbeat. Ooh, because at least Kevin Love is likable. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> I recently for I all, feel bad for you, know what's, you know what's sad though Half the guys you just listed off Are better than 90% of the Mavs roster. That's what I'm saying dude That's what I'm saying yeah. It's bums That's what I'm saying I don't know how they're a winning team right are now you, like, Are you going to be excited As a Mavs fan When first substitution of the game You know Bullock JaVale And Bertons <laughs> all step on the court Ready to You know They're suited up ready it's They never like, touch the ball God. anyway Here's the thing it's, though They're just Kyrie Lucas to here's show the, now Here's the thing though In the playoffs Kyrie and Luka could win They could win a championship By themselves And I I don't think that's crazy to say I think the one fear You, you have to have And you have to make sure This doesn't happen And God Jason Kidd's not a good coach So it's gonna be tough You cannot let them play My turn your turn Type basketball Well obviously Well yeah I mean I feel like Kyrie's very good at that, and Luca is used to having the ball. I'm not saying Luca would want to do that, but he's used to having the ball in his hands a lot. And Kyrie is a very your turn, my turn type of guy. What? I I legitimately that's think not going to win you anything. Come playoff time, they're going to beat teams just because they have Luca and Kyrie Irving. I don't think that's crazy to say. Now, but can they defend enough to to beat teams? Because it comes down to defense, and I don't know who's guarding. Like you go up against. The Nuggets, who's guarding Jokic? We're gonna have to stick Dwight Powell on. In that you go starting up against lineup the Jazz, that you like, named, who's guarding? <coughs> is there an above-average ja. defender in that lineup? I technically Reggie, but he hasn't been playing that no. good defense this God, season. No. 
Like no. there's just so many teams you go up against. They just have nobody. You need you need a small forward who can guard somebody. However, I think this elevates Christian Wood's game a ton. I really do. Christian Wood could average just. I think he could average twenty points purely off of lobs now. Yeah, I I think Kyrie does well with big men. What you're gonna have to do is you're gonna have to go out and sign. Let's say you sign Jay Crowder. I love that. Totally fine. He's your defensive guy. You know what you got right there? You have and he can shoot. You have the no Houston Rockets with James Harden and Chris Paul. They are just gonna be r- no, no. I'm not saying I'm not saying in terms of talent. I'm saying they will be just That's attempting true. to run up the score. No defense. Lots of threes. Run up the score. That's how we win. You know, the Mavs also play the slowest game of basketball in the entire NBA. Really? Fewest shots. Because Luka's just, you know, They don't thing. run in transition. They ran, when Luka was out and Kyrie, he didn't play the other day, but they ran in transition the other day. It looked really good. I would like to see, you know, a Kyrie and, and Luka come out of the game. Hardy and Josh Green, I legitimately think, could be a bench tandem duo, just like Luka and Kyrie. And they're electric the way they play. The problem is, I think for this team to be competitive, we need a defender. And the only way we get one is by trading Josh Green. I I don't think teams want anybody else on our team. Yeah, I mean, I think with the Josh Green, Jay, you know, Hardy thing, I think you're going to have it where you're going to see some stats when those two are in the court. The, you'll have one of the fastest paces. And then, I mean... But Kyrie would transition. Our tra- we're yeah, going to play more But Luka and Kyrie, like... You know, no no knock against either of them, but they eat up 20 seconds of the shot clock every possession. Mm-hmm. I think that plays into the Mavs game plan, though. Do you think Jason Kidd can make it work? We'll see. Jason Kidd, you know, he's not a good coach. They made the Western Conference Finals last season, though. They absolutely stunned they, they, the Suns. They could win they the West. They stunned the Suns. They could win the they West. They could theoretically win the West purely no because there. of star power. The Grizzlies are 2-8 and eight in the last 10 games. Teams go through ups and downs. Luke and Kyrie, for all we know, come playoff time, 40, 40 bomb every single every single game. The Pelicans literally went from first to like out of the playoff spot within ten well, days. I tight. mean, they they were, they lost Ingram and I know exactly, but they're yeah. they're they're a scary yeah. team. I I don't think it's unreasonable to say that the ceiling for this team is a championship. Um, mm. I don't think they beat them in the East. They can't beat a Bucks team or a Celtics team or a uh, uh, Sixers team. Hey, Luca's beat the Celtics. Besides yeah, regular season game, come on now. I mean, come on now. Sit two buzzer beaters over you guys. I know, but <laughs> who's guarding Tatum with this team right now? Who's guarding Jalen Brown? You know the Celtics do not like Kyrie Irving. Yeah, that's true. I we'll see. I I I, I don't know. I think this trade though, for what it did, Luke yeah, is going to be I in Dallas for life. I I think because of this trade, and this is just the beginning. Western Conference Finals is there. Is we'll have there. to see. Kyrie makes his debut tonight, right? Clippers. We'll have to see. Luke is not playing though. Mm. Oh. oh, and we got Markeith Morris. There's our. Uh, oh, oh right. Yeah. There's your. There's your key to winning. Force, sir. We got someone that can go out and shove people now. <laughs> Good. Good. I think you know why were they shoving back? Bertans wasn't doing that. Bertans is scared to shove. <laughs> okay, quick advertisement before we move on to the last 20 minutes of our show. Are you interested in strength training, but feel intimidated or confused as to where to begin? I know I am. Rank is Liam. We've all been there in our times in our lives. Join Strength Training 101 to learn the basics of strength training and how to create a safe and effective program. ACS approved. Wait, really? I, I would have taken that for ACS credit. <laughs> Register on the Office of Health Promotions website. That's okay. I, I learned a lot today. Um, we have some trade deadline buzz. Trade deadline is in a few days. 
Um, we've already seen Kyrie, massive move. Um, what else we got? Um, I know there's a lot of rumors, or I saw the rumors that Jalen Brown didn't play a game because of, of illness, and now I think KD's going to Celtics. That's garbage. KD's not leaving. It's such garbage. KD's staying in the Nets. We're not trading Jalen Brown for KD. I don't want him. It doesn't benefit either team. No, no, no. It the, doesn't. KD's staying with the Nets. I'm almost positive on that one. I think that's just out the window. The just Celtics putting it out there. Would have to be insane to, cha- to trade Jalen Brown right now. Yeah. I don't think for anyone. I, I legitimately don't think you could trade him for anyone. Do do this is my bigger question. Maybe like Jokic, but I think that's it. Yeah. Or do like you a bead. Think, but switching topics. I'll be honest, but because I don't want to discuss Katie and Jalen Brown. Yeah. Um, doing the Bulls sell. Do the Bulls trade uh, one of their how players? Much, uh, how much? Like, what do you mean? Like Levine, DeRozan, or, or is Levine, Vucevic? DeRozan, or Vucevic one of the three gone? I think it's Vooch because he's going to be a free agent. Yeah. However, if the Bulls don't have Vooch, the market for Vucevic is so much like not as. I will. You have to give Vooch credit though. He has, you know, kind of inflated his stock because he's learned how to rebound. Yeah, but he's what, been a great what team? What? What championship level team wants Vucevic? <laughs> okay, you. I mean, I want every player. No, no yeah. top five team in the East wants him. Hun- totally agree. Totally agree. Teams out West, who are we looking at? Who would want him? You, other than you, other than you guys. How do you think he'd be on the Warriors? They, they, I think they've learned the center experiment does not work. I guess that's fair. Yeah, they they don't need centers. Clippers maybe, but they got Zubak. Zubak is their man. Kings? No. Zabonis. Nuggets don't need him. Suns don't need him. Pelicans don't need him. Timberwolves definitely don't need him. <laughs> I just don't think there's anybody Magic, who Magic wants Vucevic. That much fair. to trade for him. I think they try and do something, though. I I, I really hope Levine or Drozen's traded, but I don't know if they will do that. Why do you hope they trade? It'd be fun. It'd be fun. Oh, yeah. I don't think... I think this is going to be the <coughs> trade deadline, like, unlike trade deadlines of past, where I don't think a superstar... Outside this Kyrie move, I don't think anything huge is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, unless someone forces their way out, I totally agree. Yeah. I just... It, it doesn't look like... Uh, the market's screwed. The mar- Yeah. Which... Like, with Rudy going for, like... Five picks? Five, five picks, picks plus four players. Like, an OG... You know, the Raptors three? won three. Like, it's just, it's going to be tough to move players now. That's why the Mavs, it was kind of a steal. Yeah. Think about it. If but you compare it to other trades. I mean, Kyrie forced his way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they, the Nets had no leverage. Yeah, he said trading by the ninth. And I tomorrow's res- the ninth. The trade happened like a few days ago. Yeah. Like, I respect the Nets for not trading to the Lakers. Don't bend to the player. Oh, now. so you respect what the owner did. Yeah, I love it. I, I, I love it. I mean, for what Kyrie did to the Nets, Kyrie can't be mad at all. No, no. He well, and he, he theoretically has no say. And I think what the what the Nets got from the Mavs is a lot better than what they would have got from the Lakers. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, what you get, Russ, Reeves. <laughs> uh, yeah. See, Dorian Finney-Smith is, is better on his own. Spencer Dinwiddie played well with the Nets back in the time. He played great on the Nets. Yeah. Um, and they got a first. I just wish we could have got something else in that trade, like a. We got Seth Curry. <sighs> um, can we shout out Cam Thomas? Oh yeah. What is it? Three straight forty-point games. 40 only burger. player into twenty-one. Yummy. Alongside Allen Iverson to do it. Absolutely crazy. Did you just say yummy? Mm-hmm. Forty burgers are great. Yeah. 
He's a bucket. I mean, he's not going to be a bucket when KD comes back, but he's he's a bucket. Yeah, out. he's stepping up big for him right now. He willed them into Do you think the Nets game. can make some noise in the playoffs without uh, Kyrie? Yes. I think KD with Dinwiddie, Doe, Claxton – their defense Seth is going to be. The bench, their so. defense is going to be really good. Yeah. Their defense is going to be really good. It's. I'm. I'm still. I'm. A, I'm more excited about this Nets team now that Kyrie's gone. I think the Nets team, personally, but that's just. I think you know with with KD at, now at the helm, he's their dude. Is it crazy to say that they got better? No. I mean, yes, it is crazy. I, I disagree. I think they have the role players now. To They're really the Nets like, record with and without Kyrie is basically identical. I. I disagree. However, it has been shown you do need you, it's a star driven league. You it's need a star two driven superstars league. to win a chip now. Yeah. It's a star driven league. No, they're not gonna win a chip, but I think they can compete. I I think they take games off of every team in the East mm-hmm. in a seven game series. Yeah, absolutely. Purely because of their defense. Mm-hmm. There's KT they're gonna go be really good. Yeah. They're gonna be really good. Um any other trade deadline stuff or you wanna do NBA yeah. trivia? Uh, so, uh, do you have anything? Yeah. Um. So we talked about this last time. The Raptors. They want to get rid of OG for three picks. I think that would be great for them. I don't know who's no, dumb enough. Tr- I don't know who's dumb enough to do that. What about like a guy like Gary Trent or Siakam or Freddie? I think I I saw rumors about the Clippers wanting Freddie, but I'm just curious like what direction they're going in. I think they're cleaning house at this point. Clean house, build around Scotty. Yeah. It's not like anyone good this old. year. No, no Scotty's, Scotty's doing playing. bad. He's, he's not playing. Yeah. yeah, I think that's another he's, reason. Why he's very there. inefficient, not shooting well at all. I think they're ready to clean house. It's very weird because Siakam's having the best season of his and career. Th- it's not an old team by any no. means. No, but they don't have the uh, cap room or the picks available. You know, that's why I think why they want, it, want three picks. They want I, to start building. I do respect why they're trying to like you know blow it up a little bit because they are smart enough to realize they're not going to win in the East. They're not going to win at all. Yeah, they have no shot at winning a chip with with their roster the way it is. Mediocrity kills in this league. Exactly. So you know, and the Raptors have been very innovative. They have been. And but the problem is with mediocrity. Mediocrity does kill, but also sells tickets. And I respect the Raptors for because the Knicks are a mediocrity team. Are excited <laughs> about selling tickets because they're going to make a playoff game. I respect the Raptors for hopefully theoretically trading it all away and going for a big. It's the difference between a winning franchise and the Knicks. Ooh. Wow. Oh, yeah. Trivia? Yeah. All right. What you got? I think I might have done this before, but in honor of LeBron setting the scoring record, we have two questions. First question is, can you name top 10 all-time points leaders in NBA history? LeBron James. Kareem. Carl Malone. Wilt. Yep. MJ. Yep. Kobe. Dirk. Yep. Shaq. Yep. How, how many are we missing? Is Durant on there? Is he nine? Nope. I thought I saw him. You're missing the last two, nine, ten. Nine, ten. It's not Shaq. You already said Shaq. Shaq's yeah. eight. Uh, Elgin Baylor. Nope. Jerry? Nope. Oh. One guy possibly could be playing or retired recently. Mellow? Yep, Mellow. What what was Melo? Ten or nine? Nine. Good for him. Wow. Um, number ten. Position. One second. Center. 
Rockets. Hakeem. Uh, yeah. Nope. Yeah. What? Yeah. Older. Older. Ralph. Than. No. No. It's another Moses Malone. Oh, Moses. Oh, I don't think Rockets. Yeah, I would have said Sixers. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chocolate Thunder. Next one. Oh, that was Daryl Dawkins. My bad. We're going to go top seven for this one. Top seven in assists all time. Stockton. Yep. Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Jason Kidd. Yep. LeBron James. Yep. Oh, um, um, Mark Jackson. Yep. Yeah, two more. Five and seven. Steven Nash. Steven Nash, number five. Is it Russ at seven? No. Is he eight? He's got to no. be close, right? Russ is ten. No, didn't he just get, he just got to nine K? He just got to nine K. Russ is yeah. ten. Number seven. Going with. He's a big passer. A big passer? Yeah. He didn't play center. He did play center. He played every position. Played oh Magic Johnson. Magic oh, Johnson. how did we forget Magic? Yeah. Magic Johnson. Do you think that I? Do you think I think? All right. Here's the question: Which record is more likely to be more unlikely to be broken? John Stockton's assist pass assist record or mm. uh, LeBron James points? Most unlikely. Most unlikely. LeBron. Stockton has 15. He almost has 16,000 assists. Crazy. Jason Kidd's second with 12,000. Where's Chris Paul? 11,000. I think the uh, way the game's going now, the assists are going to be tougher to get. Yeah. You don't think like Jokic if he... I don't think anybody passes no. Stockton on this one. I don't think they're ever going to be broken. I I agree. I agree. But I think assists is tougher just because of the way basketball's going. That's Sh- crazy. ISO and everything. Too much ISO. All they did was run pick and roll. That's why Carl Malone's up there in points. Oh, yeah. It's literally assist for Stockton, points for Malone. <laughs> yeah. But it's the same play they run every <laughs> yeah. single possession. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk a little, a little bit about basketball first, and then we'll wrap it up? A little bit, because yes. I don't want to get too sad. Let's go. No, tonight we're not going to be sad. DePaul, Nova, rematch. we got to beat them. This is the win that turns the season around. Yeah. We, we have... I love your optimism. This entire season, these past four games... We are just We've been knocking on the door. We're knocking on the door. We're playing hard. Let us in. Villanova basketball. I want to come in. And we just can't finish. I think we made four field goals in the past four minutes of the last five games. My God. Yeah. We're finishing today. Fire Kyle. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no. no you can't fire Come on. Kyle. It's his first year. Jay Wright did poopy his first year. Yeah. Too. That was Jay Wright. Yeah. That was Jay Wright. But hey, listen. We're a blue blood. Yeah. We'll be back. We're going to be back. No, we're not even going to be back next season. We're winning the Big East this year. We're winning the tournament. We're going to run right now win the Big East. We're Ken fine. Whitmore, please don't leave. This he's going to leave. Yeah, please yeah. don't. He's, he's too good to be here. Please, <laughs> please don't leave. Um, shout out to uh, Jay Wright with his uh, nice – he's getting like a uh, award tonight for uh, the game. Uh, Jalen Brunson. Brunson. And Jalen Brunson, my favorite Villanova player Daddy ever. coming back. Favorite Villanova player ever. Yeah. Wow. Jalen Brunson. I like that. I like that a lot. I love him. Yeah, I think we're going to win tonight. Probably also the best film role player ever. Yeah. Jalen oh. Brunson's the best film role player ever. You got to give him give him a little bit, though. Because, you know, Kyle's won a chip. You talking about time at Villanova? Best, best, yeah, at, at oh, Villanova. Oh, at Villanova. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. Two NBA titles. Player of the year. National player of the year. Yeah. Yeah. 
Crazy. Excited for tonight. Excited to see him back on campus. All right. Do we have some birthdays? We do. Woo! A couple happy birthdays. Sean, you're going to be excited about this one. Really? Mr. Clay Thompson. Let's go. Splash Bro himself. Happy birthday, brother. Shout didn't out Rocco. Just, didn't he just set another three-point thing? Didn't he, he get like did. 14 he points? He 12. 12, yeah. 42 points the other day. Crazy. Shout out Clay. You know, we were all, I don't know if you were, Sean, but no. True and I slandered him a little bit at the beginning of the season, and, you know, he wasn't playing well, but he has really turned it around, and I'm happy for He's him. He's a big game player. He is. I'm happy for him. True, you got anything to say for Clay? Um, uh, the, the game six Clay will forever haunt me, but much respect. Much respect. Uh, next happy birthday, Julio Jones. Happy wow. birthday, man. One, one of the most athletic receivers ever. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Good football player. Great football player. Hall of Famer. Yeah. Hall of Famer for sure. He was arguably the league's best receiver for, what, like three seasons? Three or Two four seasons, seasons yeah. And he did that one season without catching a touchdown. Isn't that crazy? That was crazy. I can't believe that happened. Uh, Matty Ice. Matty Ice. And then lastly, the late great fighter, Mr. Kimbo Slice. May you rest in peace, but happy birthday. Happy birthday, Kimbo. Mr. Slice. All right, everybody. You've been listening to Fun in the Locker Room, the last hour and a half of the best sports show this side of the Mississippi. Every Wednesday, that's our new time, 1 o'clock. Be here, 89.1 FM, WXVU, The Roar. We will see you next week. Make sure to watch the Super Bowl and tweet at Fun in the Locker Room. Sean, you were right. Everyone tweet that. If uh, You know what? No matter, no matter what happens with the game, just say, Sean, you were right. Just tweet us that, okay? <laughs> we'll see you next week. Stay classy. Good night, Philadelphia.